You're listening to the Telltale Channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check out my Patreon. And take a look at my other YouTube channels too. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything I release. All links are in the description. In this podcast, we're going to talk about MAGA rap. Apparently, it's a massive industry that's gone completely undetected up to now. Oh, and one of the most famous MAGA rappers is a hypocrite. Surprised? What the QAnon prophets are up to right now. And some of the absolutely bizarre beliefs these people have about the world around them. Pastor Kent Christmas picking a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies when he claimed Trump would return to the office of president before 2021 was over. Oops. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to guarantee that I'm going to hear your voicemail, guarantee, keep it under 30 seconds. If you want a pretty good chance of me hearing it, keep it under a minute. I basically go through and I pick out all of the ones that are under 30 seconds or a minute. And if I need more voicemails for the week beyond the ones that are under 30 seconds or a minute, then I'll start going to higher numbers like a minute and a half, two minutes, and that's where it cuts off. But I rarely need voicemails that are that long. So if you want to guarantee that I'm going to hear the message you have, even if it's not for YouTube, even if you don't want me to play it on air. I don't have to play it on air if you don't want. Just tell me that. Keep it under 30 seconds, and I'm just about guaranteed to hear the message. For me, if it is not a conspiracy, if it is, you know, real, why are you pushing so hard? Everywhere I go, every store, you buy a globe. There's globes everywhere. Every movie, every TV show, news media. Why? Oh, my God. This is Candace Taylor. She's a politician in the U.S., in Georgia, and uh, she's a flat earther, as it turns out. I had no idea. I guess she's just come out as a flat earther. She's talked to a bunch of other flat earthers. One quick thing before we continue on with Candace Taylor, I wanted to mention, um, I got a voicemail. I want to put this right up at the front of this video because I missed this voicemail. I apologize. This is a couple days later. I missed it by just a little bit, but I did shout it out on my community post. You know what? I'll, I'll let you listen. Hey, my name is Chris, and I live in Florida. I watch your YouTube videos as much as I possibly can. I listen to them when I'm at work with an ear pod in my ear. I am just calling to see if I can get a shout-out for my son's eighth birthday. He's turning eight on May 30th. He was born premature and his special needs. And I'd really appreciate it if I could get someone like you to wish him a happy birthday. Thanks, Owen, and thanks for what you do. Bye. So sorry I missed the the actual day. I, I missed it by, like, this much. It was so close. Of course, this video will be live-streamed, and this won't come out for, like, another week or so, but I listened to it immediately after, and I did shout you out on my main channel, Owen Morgan Telltale, in the uh, community tab there. Happy birthday. I'm so glad that you guys get to celebrate a birthday. I take that pretty seriously, you know? Not everybody can. I was not able to celebrate birthdays when I was little, so I love birthdays now. I love the fact that I can celebrate birthdays. So happy birthday, and I really appreciate the phone call. Anyways, uh, now that that's 
done with. I just wanted to mention that before I forgot, but I did want to listen to Candace Taylor here. So let me tell you a little bit more about Candace Taylor. This was her campaign van. Jesus guns babies. That's what she stood for. I'm the one you've been waiting for, she says. Jesus guns babies. She's the Jesus guns babies person, I guess in that order, right? Those are the things she cares about the most in that order. My God, dude, absurd on every level. She's close friends with uh, Stu Peters, who is also a flat earther, so I guess it doesn't really surprise me. She got somewhere around 3 to 4% in the governor's primary race in 2022, I think. 2022, yeah. It was a primary race in 2022. She was running against Brian Kemp, and she lost. She only got 3 or 4%, I think. Uh, not that many votes. But she did successfully destroy the Georgia Guidestones. It was this big monument in Georgia that was supposed to act as, you know, a new Stonehenge. Had like a calendar and a clock and whatever to rebuild society, little messages, whatever. And she demonized it, claimed that it was like from the pits of hell and all kinds of stuff. And uh, all of that demonizing led to a stochastic terrorist event where a terrorist went up and bombed the Georgia Guidestones. That's because of Candace Taylor. Somebody went up and blew up the Georgia Guidestones because of her. She's a stochastic terrorist. So anyways, yeah, that's who Candace Taylor is if you're unfamiliar, and apparently she's a flat earther now. Absolutely fascinating. Oh, man. I actually covered a... Uh, I bought a flat earth homeschool curriculum from Etsy a while back and covered it on my channel, on Telltale, my main channel, uh, Owen Morgan Telltale. Just go there and type Flat Earth, it should pop up. Or go to my website, owenmorgan.com, type Flat Earth, it'll pop up there. Uh, it was kind of interesting, actually. Oh, this person. Okay, so check this out. She actually meets up with Greg Locke, and they have a little live stream together thing going on. Late February 2023. Just want to give you some context for who she is before we watch the whole Flat Earth video that she released. I believe that you have skills that you've learned and God's shown you. So tell us, how do we deal with witches? <laughs> how do we deal with witches, she says. He believes witches are infiltrating his church and everything. It's crazy. Well, first of all, you have to boldly acknowledge their existence. Okay, you got to get away from this long pointy nose, you know, green face, Wizard of Oz flying around on a broom idea. You know, I wonder... I mean, there were no references to the Wizard of Oz, but aside from modern references, did the people in the Salem witch trials say the exact same words? I mean, I, don't, I wasn't there, obviously, so I don't know exactly what they said. I would be willing to bet they conveyed at least the same ideas as Greg Locke, right? When they were, what was it? Did they burn a bunch of witches or did they drown them? I think they burned them in the Salem witch trials, didn't they? Same ideas conveyed back then as now. That, you know, that should, like, tell you something, Greg. That should click in your head. Witches are reality. Matter of fact, our public school system is hiring full-blown, well-known witches at an alarming rate. Full-blown, well-known. Who's that? Tell me. Give, give me a name. Lay a name on me so I can investigate this supposed witchery. I mean, Facebook, there are huge, huge, massive, I mean, thousands of people in these witches' covens. So, God, dude, these people. This is absolutely unglued from reality, man. Here's another example. This is late December 2022. I just want to show you who this person is before we listen to her Flat Earth video. 
Again, challenged Brian Kemp for the governor position. Now, obviously, she was not influential enough to get the governor's position, but I believe that she's going to take public office at some point. State level, federal level, I don't know. I believe she's going to take office. She's going to keep trying until she does, in my opinion. We'll see what happens. Late December 2022, just give you a little insight into some other things that she believes about the trans community. I'm seeing a lot of occult, a lot of witchcraft, even students with pentagrams on their book bags. Um, I'm I'm seeing that all over the state. I've heard about that when I was campaigning, but then I'm still seeing that. You know, the furry movement with the kids dressing up and, you know, as other animals and identifying as an animal instead of as a human, it's paving the way for bestiality. Okay, wow, dude, I'm sorry. This is just too much. This is just ridiculous, dude. Paving the way. Look, furries are just people that enjoy art, okay? By and large. There really isn't another component to it. And guess what? If there is a component to it that's like sexual, guess whose business that is? Not yours. People can do whatever they want with two consenting adults in the privacy of their own bedroom. But here you sit judging them and preparing to legislate for them. Insane. Late May 2023. Check this out. This is the video, her flat earth video, where she announces that she is a flat earther. More and more, I'm like, it doesn't make sense. So is it or not? I don't know 100%, but it's just, it doesn't make sense. The other way. Now that you see it. it. The the people that defend the globe don't know anything about the globe because if. I know idiot globe heads, huh? They knew a tenth of what Matt and I know about the globe. They would be flat earthers because it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't know enough. See, if I knew more, if I knew as much as these guys, I wouldn't be a globe head. Okay, I'd be a flat earther. Globe heads are dumb. I I can't unsee this. All the globes everywhere. I turn on TV. There's globes in the background. There's globes on there right here. Like this would be a globe if I was a normal person. Like if I was a normal person, she says it would be a it would be a globe if I was a normal person. I guess she's coming to recognize that she's there's nothing normal about her. Fascinating, dude. So if something is widespread, then it's a lie is what she's saying. Right. Am I missing something here? Everybody has a cell phone. That means it's a lie. Cell phones are a lie. They're not real. My God, dude. Like everywhere there's globes. You see them all the time. I mean, it's constant. My children will be like, Mama, globe, 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 globe. My children point them out. Is that what she just said? Is she talking to her children about all the conspiracy theories that she's bought into? Those poor kids. I am so sorry for them. They don't have a chance. It's like those kids in uh, that movie, Jesus Camp. You ever seen that? If you haven't seen Jesus Camp, I may be watching it on my Telltale Unfiltered channel soon. I sit there and I play games and I just watch a movie or watch a show or something. So if you want to see it, follow me over to my Telltale Unfiltered channel. I eventually upload edited versions of it. So either way, if you missed the stream for it, it should be uploaded anyways. That's what this reminds me of, Jesus Camp, except for Flat Earthers. Simply unglued from reality, man. Globe. They're everywhere. And that's what they do to brainwash. And so for me, if... Right. They put globes everywhere because they want to brainwash people. Totally, totally. And so for me, if it is not a conspiracy, if it is, you know, real, why are you pushing so hard 
everywhere I go, every store, you buy a globe. There's globes everywhere. Every movie, every TV show, news media. Why? Why are they pushing so hard? Why are they pushing? Why is Big Globe pushing the globe down our throats so hard? It's funny and sad at the same time. That is serious. I swear, that's the tagline of my YouTube channel. Hilarious and sad. Just an alternate reality, dude. I'm telling you, these people are in an alternate reality. So I get a voicemail about Candace Taylor. That's why this came up in the first place, because I got a voicemail about it. Give this a listen. Hey, Owen Guy on Brook, Illinois. Your clip on Candace Taylor, that's hilarious. And uh, I knew she was nuts, but the one thing I got to say for her, she actually has the priorities for the Republican Party in order. Jesus, guns, and then babies. Yeah, in that order. Okay, babies. Yeah, if we got enough room on the platform, have babies too, but you got to have Jesus and guns. Okay. So, yeah, this woman is a complete wacko. But our- Yeah, that's really funny. I love it. That That's a really good point. Yeah, there you go. Jesus, guns, babies, right there, in that order. IP GOP 2024. And it's, it's, it's like watching them go down a black hole. As you, as you get closer and closer to the singularity, in this case, the 2024 elections, it says you actually increase the speed that you go as you head towards your destruction. And I will be quite honest, it will be one of the greatest days of my life to see this party get burned down. And this is the one reason why I am grateful for the emergence of Trump, because if he's responsible for this quick destruction instead of the slow death they would have done, and maybe we wouldn't have caught him, that Trump may have actually inadvertently saved the country from the GOP. So if that happens, I salute him, and then we can execute him. It's an interesting point about Trump ripping the party in half. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're right on that point. I think that Trump did rip the party in half and accelerated its demise, made it more extreme and less accessible and acceptable to moderates, people in the middle who may vote for a, a Republican otherwise, would not vote for somebody on the right now. Because Trump has accelerated it so much. As far as public executions go, not really a fan of that. I think that's a very authoritarian, fascist type of thing to do. I think that Trump should face justice. Whatever that means, whatever punishment is due for the crimes that he's committed. I doubt he'll see a day of jail. I doubt he'll see any accountability because he's never seen accountability and he's almost 80 years old not going to see accountability now but at the very least you're right he assisted in shredding the republican party into pieces and that was accelerated in part by candace taylor too absolutely unglued from reality man fascinating to watch but uh sad it's really sad anyway let me know what you think about it in the comments and thank you for the voicemails by the way if you leave a voicemail shorter than 30 seconds i am guaranteed to listen to it If you leave a voicemail shorter than a minute, I'm almost guaranteed to listen. Longer than that, I might. It it depends on if I have enough material for the podcast or whatever. doesn't have to be read on air. I don't have to listen to it on air. You can just send the message and tell me not to play it on air, and that's perfectly fine. Number is 1-800-701-8573. I'm going to be getting back to emails soon, too. 
Next, we're going to talk about MAGA rap. Apparently, it's a massive industry that's gone completely undetected up to now. Oh, and one of the most famous MAGA rappers is a hypocrite. Surprised? We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon, and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. We're going to be talking about MAGA rap, what it's all about. I'm actually a fan of rap. A lot of people may not know that. I grew up loving Pantera, Megadeth, Metallica. I mean, all of them, dude. I, ACDC, to a lesser extent, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, a little bit of the Beatles, not much. I'm really a metalhead at heart, but eventually, when I got a little bit older, I listened to a whole heck of a heap of rap, man. And I can appreciate a good rap. I can appreciate a good rap, so I'm, I'm going to critique the songs and the rapping and the technique and the everything. If you're unfamiliar with this guy, this is Forgiato Blow. Apparently, he's a MAGA rapper. I had no idea that this is like a genre of rap. I think it's just showing what the world needs. Like I said, you know, it all starts with the children. Somebody has to stand up for the kids. Somebody has to stand up for the children. As it turns out, I'm actually something of a rap connoisseur myself, so... Let's listen to the latest song that he made about boycotting Target, dead serious, because they have a pride section. And uh, we'll analyze it. We'll see if it's any good. Oh, and uh, as it turns out, he's done other songs. He's been making music for like a long time. He did this song called Patriot Sweep at one point. I don't know if we'll have time to get to it or not. We'll see. But it was about the January 6th uh, movement or the, the, the event, the January 6th event, where a whole bunch of people were being arrested for their attempted coup against the U.S. government. Anyway, uh, <laughs> God. So I'll tell you what, let's finish listening to Forgiato Blow's appearance on Fox News talking about his rap song, and, uh, and then we'll critique it. The world needs, like I said, you know, it all starts with the children. Somebody has to stand up for the kids. Somebody has to stand up for the children. No one is after the kids, Forgiato Blow. No one is coming for the kids. That's where they start with, you know, this agenda with the, with the younger group. Um, they're easily uh, manipulated by... Uh, Manipulized. Uh, making them feel like, you know, this is what everybody's doing. This is what you should be doing. And it's, uh, it's just not right. It's not it's, right at all. Yeah. So anyway, just complete nonsense. And uh, the music video in itself is fascinating to, to kind of dissect. But before we do dissect it, one more thing. This is the music video that he's talking about here. He's showing the music video to his rap song. They went to an actual real target to film this. And this guy right here that you see in frame, if you're just listening, just trust me that there's a guy in frame here. This guy is uh, Jeremy Levy, I think is his name, or Jimmy Levy? I don't... I think it's Jeremy Levy. And it, apparently he was like a, an American Idol contestant for a while, right? Well, as it turns out, I covered this guy like last week. I didn't even realize it was the same dude. This guy, I think Jeremy Levy, was at the Reawaken America tour. You know, that tour where a bunch of Trump prophets go? People who believe that Trump is the new messiah... They get up on stage and talk about how much they love Trump and all that. Dude went there. So let just listen to what Jeremy Levy had to say. The guy that showed up in this boycott target music video by Forgiato Blow. The guy that made it nearly to the end of American Idol. 
Listen to what he had to say here. This MAGA rapper. Mid-May 2023. I got on, on American Idol and I went far, went to the end of Hollywood week. And you know, I don't watch his show, so I don't know what this means, but I, I understand it's pretty far. So I started hanging out more and, and getting more experiences with how sick these people were in Hollywood. These people are drinking the blood of children. These people are injecting a chemical called adrenochrome that they extract from children that are scared. This is really happening and this is- This is really happening, he says. No, no, it's not, Jeremy. I, I, God, I swear, I, I hope that's his name. It's either Jeremy or Jimmy. I don't remember now. What's his name? I gotta look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think it was Jeremy Levy. Levy. Well, anyways, uh, Jeremy Levy has fully bought into the QAnon belief system. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this whole belief system, with this whole thing that he's spouting off on right now, there's a belief within the QAnon movement that you have to drink adrenochrome if you want to be like one of the, the world's elites. And adrenochrome in their belief system is harvested from scaring children so that their blood is pumping adrenaline through it. And then as the adrenaline... Uh, kind of dissipates or the body releases oxygen into the blood to deal with the adrenaline and it attaches to the adrenaline molecules so when you get adrenaline molecules mixed with oxygen molecules it becomes adrenochrome that's true that part is true that it, it becomes adrenochrome that's how your body filters adrenaline out but it's not a drug that's from a movie fear and loathing in las vegas it's fake it doesn't produce like adrenochrome is real you can get it, and if you take it, it just gives you a headache at best. It does nothing for you. And the world's elites are not drinking the blood of children, the blood of the innocent. This is called blood libel, by the way. This is really popular in World War II to uh, blame the Jews for doing this type of thing. So, I mean, QAnon really is just a rebranded Nazi death cult, seriously. When you learn of the history of all of this stuff, and the beliefs that these people hold and where they got them, you realize that QAnon is nothing more than a rebranded Nazi death cult. So anyways, all this, this adrenochrome stuff is nonsense, of course. Adrenochrome doesn't do anything for you. And that's not how, I mean, if you want a real high, just go straight to like ecstasy or something or, or heroin or so. Why, why would they go for like a, a, adrenochrome? Doesn't even do anything. Go skydiving. Hell, you want adrenaline? Go skydiving, or if you want a real shot of adrenaline right into your system, get an EpiPen. That's what's in an EpiPen more often than not, just adrenaline. None of this stuff is connecting, though. Like, the logical steps that he takes all along the way lead to nonsense. They're all wrong. Like, every premise that he builds his beliefs on is wrong. This is the kind of thing that Forgiato Blow, the MAGA rap world... These are the types of people that they're collaborating with. These are the types of things that they believe. Unglued from reality. This is really happening, and this is the most popular chemical used in Hollywood for the youth. It's a fountain of youth, they say. It's a fountain of... Who is they? Are they in the room with us right now, Jeremy? Nobody says that. Adrenochrome isn't even a real drug. Okay, it's not a fountain of youth. 
disgusting and it needs to be exposed. Many Jim Caviezel, Caviezel. Yeah, Jim Caviezel. He played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, directed by Mel Gibson. You probably have heard of him. He's a QAnoner also. Tried to expose it and was called crazy, but it's the truth. No, it's not. This is what is being used. People worship the devil. Look, I could, you know what? I could plausibly buy that some people really high up in Hollywood, they're really, really weird, like Will Ferrell, right? Like a really weird guy. Or, I, hell, even people I like, I don't know, uh, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, or who, you know, David Letterman, I don't know. I could buy that they're into some weird shit that they get together and do weird shit together. You know, maybe they have parties and they do weird stuff at these parties. I could buy that. But this isn't what he's presenting to us. This is a step further. They're accusing the people I just listed, among others, Tom Hanks, Oprah, specifically those two. They're accusing them of tying a uh, a 10-year-old to a chair and torturing them so that adrenaline runs through their body and then drinking their blood. That is straight up unglued from reality. I don't know what else to call it. So anyway, let's watch this music video. Without further ado, May 25th, 2023, there was a boycott against Target because they had a pride section. And it was framed as though they were marketing it to children. They were not. All the pride gear was in adult sizes. It was all intended for adults. There was no children's pride stuff there. And when I say pride gear, I mean largely just shirts that say queer and proud of it or the way to stop transphobia is through education or whatever. And I think they had a bathing suit that is for trans women to hide. To, it's basically it's called tucking. They had a tucking bathing suit uh, and they freaked out about it. So they propagandistically, when I say they, I'm talking about specifically this one right wing TikToker that went viral for talking about this. The person that started the boycott, she grabbed the tucking swimsuit and some of the shirts, some of the pride shirts that says transphobia can be cured through education. She walked over to the children's section and stood in the children's section next to onesies and said, look at this stuff. This stuff is being marketed to your children. No, it wasn't. You're just standing in the children's section. And that's what sparked this video called Boycott Target. Check this out. They really went to a Target to film this. These poor Target employees. Yeah. There's a cleanup on every aisle. Target is targeting your kids. No, they're not. God, I hope I don't get a copyright, like, takedown notice while I'm live. I'm looking for a battle, though. Please fight me on this. I'm begging somebody to fight me on this, on the fair use thing. Go ahead. Try to give my channel a strike. Let's see how that goes for you. If I get some kind of a copyright strike or something, you guys feel free to go to Twitch. It's owenmorgan.com slash Twitch is the link. Let's keep listening to these people. Clean up in every aisle. They're coming for your kids, he says. They put a target on my back because they're targeting your kids. 
So I guess he's he's calling gay people basically is what he's saying right using a slur against them you know he's being criticized for it wow i'm so sorry you're being criticized for doing such a thing and by the way just from a lyrical perspective uh i feel like it's really lackluster this is not him by the way i don't believe this isn't forgiato blow this is just somebody that like got in on the the collab or whatever uh, i think this dude sucks the beat is on point, in my opinion. That's why I stay... Alright, I gotta pull up the, the lyrics to this. Hold on. They put a target on my back. I'm just gonna read the lyrics here. They put a target on your back, but they're targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask, because you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap, a.k.a. he keeps a gun. Wow, okay. That's why I keep a gun. And I'm always about my business. I'm just trying to translate it here. This agenda has to stop, and you you know we're going to win. That's basically what he's saying. I keep a gun, and I'm all about my business. Okay, fantastic for you, being about business. This agenda's got to stop, and you know we're going to win. There is no agenda. You live in a fantasy, okay? When they're target, target, targeting. Yeah, okay, this is the chorus. You know that targets, they're wrong, trying to play with the kids. It's the mayor of Magaville. Oh, yeah, Forgiato Blow calls himself the mayor of Magaville. I'm preaching again. You know the LGBTQ, they went too far. You know they cutting these kids. Cutting these kids, this is a reference to people doing surgeries on trans children. Completely fabricated. Like, this isn't happening. You have to live as the other gender for years and years and years before you can ever qualify for any kind of surgery. Now, you know what children do get pretty frequently? Rhinoplasties, nose jobs. That happens all the time. Where's the outrage about that? Sometimes children get breast reductions, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, they get breast reductions. I'm sure there's a group of kids out there, say 15, 16, that are getting breast enlargements. Where is all of the outrage about any of this other stuff? There is none. You know why? Because they were simply looking for an attack against the LGBT community. That's it. They're just looking for some way to attack the LGBT community. They're leaving T-slur with scars. Why are they pushing the agenda? There is no agenda. You live in a fantasy. Promoting sexual genders. I'm only rocking with Bruce. Don't rock with no Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't even realize until the end of the sentence. Caitlyn Jenner. Wow, they just deadnamed Caitlyn Jenner. That's just... God, these people. All right, let's listen to the song and critically analyze it here. Gonna win when they target, target, yeah, they target and target, target, yeah, they target kids. Target, target, yeah, they target and target, target, yeah, they target kids. Okay, um, the beat fantastic dude I, i'm a fan of the beat really it's great in fact i wouldn't be surprised if we hear a similar beat if somebody takes samples from it in the future that's how the rap world works a lot of the time they'll take bits and pieces from other songs and put them together and play them and repeat them and stuff really really good beat but lyrically this is just garbage look he rhymes okay so he says yeah that's why i keep a strap and i'm always about my biz 
this agenda got to stop and you know we're going to win. So he rhymes biz and win. One syllable rhyme. I guess I can take that. But he didn't even rhyme the other two words. Strap and stop do not rhyme at all. When they target, yeah, they targeting, targeting, they target kids. Get target, yeah, they target kids. Target. Target in, target kids. So he's rhyming in with kids. It's piss poor, dude. I'm sorry. You are a bad rapper. You should not be in this industry, whoever this guy is. Now, like I said, Forgiato Blow is different. He's in the background here. I don't know who this dude is, but he sucks. Yeah, this is Forgiato Blow now. So he says, you know, targets, they're wrong, trying to play with the kids. It's... The mayor of Magaville, I'm preaching again. Just disgusting, dude. The lyrics are disgusting. It's just evil. Some of the shit that they say is, it, it, it's just wrong. But look at what he's doing. He's looking at tampax here why why is he looking at the, this stuff like does this have something to do with i mean is it because that there are multiple colors on the box is that what you're upset about i don't know and then he holds up this official rainbow high yearbook do you have any idea how long that has existed I think this has existed since like the 50s or something, at least, right? This whole industry, this rainbow high thing. This isn't about being gay at, at all. This is just about the rainbow. People use rainbows. Okay, there's nothing surprising about that. What blows me away is that they literally could not find a single thing in any of these stores that was intended for kids. Like, I don't have a problem with gear you know, geared toward children, like a shirt that says gay and proud or something for an eight-year-old. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because eight-year-olds know they're gay. You probably know by that age. I knew I was straight by, I'd say about eight years old, seven or eight is when I found out I was straight, when I realized I was straight. Because I was interested in having a girlfriend in elementary school rather than a boyfriend. That's probably when kids find out they're gay too when they want a boyfriend instead so i'd be okay with uh something like that but they didn't even find one it doesn't exist they have to find this fake stuff that is not you know lgbt friendly it's just a book that's it it's not even like geared toward the lgbt community to any degree yeah so he's standing in the kids section and it's just a normal kid section. There's nothing like gay about anything in these sections. They're zooming through these books and everything. I'm not seeing anything gay at all. Target doesn't sell things geared toward kids that promotes gay pride or pride in the LGBT movement to any degree. It never has. It's not like a boycott worked or anything. They've just never done that. But this is a common tactic. If you can convince people that their children are under attack or in danger or whatever, they will do anything to stop it. Talked about this a while back. There was this uh, case study in the 1950s about segregation. There's a family called the Myers, 
It was a black family who moved into a middle-class neighborhood, suburbs, and there was outrage that they lived in the neighborhood. This is the legal end to segregation. They were not legally allowed to segregate anymore. People lost their minds when they found out that there was a black family moving in. There goes the neighborhood, quote-unquote. That's what they said. That's why that phrase is so deeply racist. There goes the neighborhood. A black person moved in. So they did a case study where they talked to the people in this little town, Levittown. They talked to them about the Myers moving in and how they feel. Listen to what this woman said about it here in the 1950s. Being for Myers can be difficult if one's background rejects this decision. Some of the people are definitely against integration. And they have told my children that they have to marry. And my child doesn't even know what a is, but from the sound, it has scared them and they have come home just crying. Isn't that fascinating? All the way back in the 1950s, the KKK and other extreme groups were out there telling people, they're coming for your kids. If you allow integration, it's a slippery slope. The next step is they're going to force you or force your children to marry a black person because that's integration. If you don't marry a black person, you go to jail. They have to stop integration for the kids. You know who the kids are today? 1950s, say 8, 9, 10 years old, right? Born in 1945, maybe. They're the boomers. They're the boomer generation. Those are the kids that she's talking about that were told they're going to be forced to marry a black person and they come home crying because they don't want to marry a black person. It's the same people. Same people, and it's the same arguments recycled over and over and over again about every community under the sun. It's, it's the same exact tactic. Scare people, tell them that they're coming for the children, and moderates will side with you if you can scare them enough. I'm actually like the words that he's using are simply put grotesque and evil, but just from like a, a rap perspective, I feel like yeah, I feel like he's a pretty good rapper, actually. Look. Yeah, see, he rhymes C with baby. So he it was kind of a double syllable rhyme there, like orange door hinge. The two syllables that are kind of put together to create a rhyme, right? Yeah, I think he's a good, like, lyricist, and he knows how to put a beat together like nobody else. But he is living in another dimension, dude. This guy is absolutely psychotic to believe some of the stuff he believes. Wait till you hear what I found from him, though. One of his songs that he made forever ago. Just wait. Just wait. It's funny. They're targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask because you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap and I'm always by my bed. Like, look at what they're showing here. This is the chorus. It's not really relevant. So a take pride section, and it's got alcohol. So it's obviously the adult section, right? It's in the adult area because they're selling 
pride wine. This isn't being marketed to children. They're not coming for your children. See him standing in the toy aisle here? Where's the pride stuff in the toy aisle here? Can you point to it? It's not here. Doesn't exist. At no point did Target ever market pride stuff to children. Although, like I said, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think it would be a good thing. But they've always used children as a political weapon against others. Look at this. This is all, this isn't the alcohol section that has like a little pride thing. Since when do you care what people do with their own lives? Why are you all bent out of shape about people just living their lives and doing their thing? Yeah, that's why I keep a strap and I'm always by my bears. This agenda gotta stop. Yeah, you know we gonna win when they target, target, yeah, they target and target, target, yeah, they target kids. No, he's holding up. Let's see, what's he holding up? He's holding something up. I have no idea what it is, but it's it what? It, it's a pink action figure? What? Why is he giving us this weird look like this is super evil or something? I don't understand. What are you trying to, like, what point being made here? I'm completely missing it. You know that what they're really doing right now? They're walking through Target and grabbing random stuff and acting as though it's pride-related when it's simply not. This is pure, unadulterated propaganda. Yeah, they Target kids. Target, Target. Yeah, they Target and... Oh, we got a closer look at it there. What is it? It's just a truck. It's a truck. I don't understand. Why are you been out of shape over a truck, seemingly? I think it's a truck. A pink truck? Who cares? Oh, it's a Paw Patrol truck. Okay. Why do you care if they're selling a Paw Patrol truck? I don't understand. Is there some kind of outrage against Paw Patrol I'm unaware of? If you ain't mad yet, well, then you better be pissed. Let's protest until they close and they ain't gonna be missed. Why they got pride shirts in the kids' clothing section? Why they trying to mess with the kids and give misconceptions? Okay, all of this is made up, obviously, but did you notice the line he said there? Let me find it in the lyrics. He said, let's protest until they close and they ain't gonna be missed. The interesting thing about this, that what this patriot here said, if his shirt is to be believed... Spoiler alert, I wouldn't. What this patriot said here is, we want to close down targets. We're going to boycott, and we're going to protest until they have to close, and they won't be missed. He is basically encouraging stochastic terrorism against targets. Stochastic terrorism, if you're unfamiliar with the term, let me just define it here. The use of, of media to provoke random acts of ideologically motivated violence that are statistically predictable but individually unpredictable, right? So uh, Bill O'Reilly went on his show every night for years, I think, and talked about Dr. Tiller, this abortion doctor, and called him Tiller the baby killer, demonized him every single night, talked about what he was doing and how evil he is and how disgusting he is and blah, 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 blah. Until one day, one of Bill O'Reilly's fans showed up to Dr. Tiller's church and shot him in the parking lot. I think it was in the parking lot. That was stochastic terrorism that Bill O'Reilly enacted upon Dr. Tiller. Dr. Tiller was a, an absolute hero, by the way. What they're doing here is encouraging stochastic terrorism, right? You, you don't know where it's going to come from. Statistically, when you amp up hate against somebody or something or, or, you know, Target or Boston Children's Hospital or whatever it happens to be, Bud Light, 
statistically speaking, it's very likely that some psycho with a gun and nothing to lose is going to grab it and do something about it. Glenn Beck did the exact same thing. The guy was on his way to do something psychotic to some, I, I don't remember what it was now that Glenn Beck was talking about, uh, some organization, some building. The guy was on his way there, whatever Glenn Beck was demonizing, and he got pulled over, and they found like all this ammo and this weapon in his car, and he admitted to the whole thing. That's stochastic terrorism. So I guess this is a tacit endorsement of stochastic terrorism, right? Am I reading that correctly? From this self-described patriot here? For the record, I consider myself a patriot. This, this isn't patriotism. This is extremism. This is nationalism. Why they trying to mess with the kids and give misconceptions? They manipulating minds and making evil impressions. Got little boys tucking out by the time they teens got depression. Okay, so he says they've got boys tucking by their teens. They have depression. That tuck stuff was not for kids. That was for adults. They're, ma they're manipulating minds and making evil impressions. Got the boys tucking up by the time they, they're teens, they've got depression. Yeah. Just complete fabricated nonsense. And it serves as a node of stochastic terrorism. Just one more thing to add to the pile of stochastic terrorism against the trans community. It gets less and less safe every day to be a trans person in the United States, especially when you got stuff like this coming out. Oh, yeah, here's our buddy uh, Jeremy Levy. He's the dude in the beginning, the, the American Idol guy. He's talking about adrenochrome, remember? Um... Okay, well, uh, God, it's so hard to look past the words that he's saying right now and think about the the beat, I mean, and the way he's constructing it and everything. I mean, the beat is fantastic, of course. I think that was probably done by Forgiato Blow. But he says, we need a cleanup on every aisle inside this store. Satan resides. Wash it with the blood of Christ. It's needed here, so don't think twice. I'm not really a fan. I, I think that, yeah, th th those things don't even rhyme. Resides and twice... Those don't even rhyme. They sound similar. They're not rhymes. Isle and Christ are not rhymes either, let alone double-syllable rhymes, let alone triple-syllable rhymes. Like, we're just talking, he's, ju he's just, it's like he's reading from a script or something right now. It's garbage. He has a distinctive style about his voice, I, I suppose, and I can see how that could be a draw for a certain type of person, the way that he talks, the way that he sounds. But the things that he's saying are absolutely psychotic, dude. No, we don't think twice. They think we're the Satanist. We don't know this is the end. God is coming for revenge. Target is targeting. Okay, that was like nearly impossible to understand because of his style. He said, dating with a Satanist, we all know this is the end. God is coming for revenge. Target is targeting our kids. No, they're not. Again, you live in a fantasy land, okay? But they're targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask because you all know what it is. Yeah, that's why I keep a strap. Again, why are they grabbing like a bunch of Tampax Radiant and Tampax Pearl and stuff? Why are they doing this? 
Why is he grabbing all of these? I don't understand. Do people need those? Are you just going to like take those and walk away with them? What are you doing? I keep a strap and I'm always by my bears. This agenda got to stop. Yeah, you know we're going to win when they target, target. Yeah, they target and target, target. Yeah, they target kids. Target, target. Yeah, they target and target, target. Yeah, they target kids. Wow. That was interesting, to say the least. That was the end of the song. Fascinating. Uh, like I said, by and large, I think they all suck. The beat was good. It was a well-constructed song with separate sections and a chorus that was repeated a couple of times. That was really good. Somebody is really good at song construction and uh, beat construction. I'm guessing it was Forgiato Blow that threw this together. But um, Jeremy Levy, is he's got a distinctive voice, but he's just bad. And this other dude, I'm not sure who this was, this other guy that sang the chorus, Target, 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 and that, that guy. I don't know who he is, but he sucks too. There, he has like no draw. He doesn't have an interesting voice. He doesn't rhyme well. He doesn't do anything. He's just terrible. He, he needs to get out of this industry, and so does Jeremy Levy. Forgiato Blow, I got to say he's a nutcase, but he's a good rapper. Got to give him that. So anyways, here's where it gets interesting. As it turns out, Forgiato Blow made another song a while back. Now, I want you to listen to this song and think about how it applies to the anti-gay song that he just released. Got like two bitches, two bitches. That's four bitches in my trailer, yeah. Uh-oh. That sounds like a pro-gay message to me. Sounds like he's totally a-okay with people being gay as long as it's two chicks and they're in his trailer being gay together. It seems clear as day to me that this is really all about just hating a certain type of person, and there is no moral consistency. There is no principle behind it. It's pure unadulterated hate for the sake of hate and hate alone. Just for laughs, let's take a quick glance at his song, Patriot Sweep, about the January 6th people. He did it with Roger Stone. He got Roger Stone to appear in the song. Listen to this. Uh, Mid-March 2021, I believe, is when this came out. In this guy Again, fantastic beat, dude. This guy knows how to throw a beat together. You know the fans did a sweep. They was knocking at the front door. Patriots pulling up, knocking on the Capitol. You, you catching what he did there? Front door, Capitol. The way he pronounced door was doe. So front doe, Capitol. That was actually really good. That was like a double syllable rhyme, seems to me. That's an impressive rhyme, in my opinion. Knocking at the front door. Patriots pulling up, knocking on the Capitol. You know the fans did a sweep, whoa. You know the fans did a sweep, whoa. Well, you are criminals. You tried to break into the U.S. Capitol and succeeded in breaking into the U.S. Capitol and wreaking havoc. You took part in a coup attempt on the U.S. government. You are criminals. You are traitors to the U.S. government. Traitors to your country. Not patriots. Traitors. I'm sorry you can't accept that, but that's what you are. Like I said, I'm a patriot. I love this country. I love it to death. I would literally die for this country. I would die for this city right here, New York City. I would die for it. 
These people aren't patriots. They're psychotic nationalists. The difference between nationalism and patriotism? With patriotism, you love your country and you want it to succeed. With nationalism, you love your country and you want it to succeed at the expense of others. You want others to fail while you succeed and you want everybody to feel that way and if they don't, then they should get out. That's the really the fundamental difference between the two. I'm a patriot. They're extremist nationalists. Anyway, I can't believe they got Roger Stone to appear in this. Dude, if you guys don't know who Roger Stone is, let me just tell you his introduction into politics real quick. Roger Stone worked for the Reagan administration during Watergate. Really? I'm sorry. Did I say Reagan? I meant Nixon. I apologize. I meant Roger Stone was involved with Nixon, not Reagan. Sorry about that. During the Watergate Watergate break-in and participated in it to some degree. He won't tell us how involved he was or whatever. He's like 20 years old at the time, but he was involved. And he also, as a matter of fact, here's the type of thing that he does. This is Roger Stone's style. Roger Stone donated to, I think, Richard Nixon's political opponent at the time, donated $5,000 or something, whatever the legal maximum was, to his opponent's campaign in the name of the Socialists of America, right in the middle of the Cold War when socialism was deeply evil. It's still kind of viewed as evil. And the receipt of that donation conveniently made its way to the news. That's the kind of dirty stuff that Roger Stone has done for decades. He's a dirty trickster, an underhanded, dirty person who does whatever he can to, you know get a leg up on people, basically. And uh, Roger Stone was involved in January 6th, too. He was communicating between Donald Trump and the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and the other people who were acting as battlefield generals. So Stuart Rhodes didn't go into the Capitol on January 6th. He stayed back to act as a battlefield general, instructing people where, you know which windows to break and where to go next, And if they needed reinforcements, he had them waiting there with a stockpile of weapons outside of the city. And Roger Stone communicated with Stuart Rhodes. That's why Stuart Rhodes was just sentenced to 20 years in prison, because he's a full-blown seditionist. Roger Stone communicated with Stuart Rhodes and Donald Trump during January 6th. Got in all kinds of trouble for all kinds of stuff and was pardoned by Donald Trump. So anyways, yeah, that the fact that they have Roger Stone in this just blows me away. You know the fans that sweet move. Media paying pictures playing us like criminals. Only mega music coming out of the stereo. Oh yeah. Only mega music coming out of the stereo? No the fans that sweet move. You know the fans that sweet move. Better always on my team. Wait, why are federales on you? Aren't those Mexican police or Mexican, like, um, you know, FBI or whatever? You That was a good rhyme, but you, you went to D.C. to spread peace, huh? Is that why you had a full-blown militia roving the halls of the Capitol and battlefield generals sitting, uh, sitting back? ready to send reinforcements in? Is that why you had that stuff? No, January 6th, people didn't show up there to spread peace. They showed up there to... 
commit a coup against the U.S. government. I mean, people may not fully understand, like, how serious January 6th was. It was dead serious. It was a full-blown coup attempt against the U.S. government. Peaceful protester, they say. Now, let me analyze that rhyme one more time. That was really, really good. To spread peace, Middle East. I feel like that was just a really on-point rhyme. I mean, it's psychotic and unhinged from reality, but it was a good rhyme at the very least. People got their pride hurt. Oh, yeah. A patriot died first. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We can't go out like that. Trump 2020. Wait, they're holding up signs and stuff. Promises made, promises kept. Trump 2020. Keep America great. Uh, not really. Trump promised all kinds of things, and we didn't get any of it. Like the border wall? What happened to that? Like a health care plan? What happened to that? He was supposed to give us all this stuff, and it never came out. I just got a call from General Flynn. He told me those facts. Yeah, General Flynn, quote-unquote, he's not a general. He is also a traitor to the U.S. government, as far as I'm concerned. He worked directly with Russia to undermine the authority and power of the U.S. government, of the U.S. president. Putin went into Crimea in 2014. The U.S. put sanctions on Russia. Russia didn't do a thing, didn't say anything. And that's weird, right? Because Russia is a bunch of crybabies. I mean, Putin specifically. Putin's a crybaby. He just loses it over the littlest thing, says he's going to nuke everything if we don't lift the sanctions. So it was really odd that nothing happened. Well, as we came to find, Michael Flynn told Putin to chill out and wait, because if Trump wins the election, he will lift the sanctions. So what does Putin do? He puts his best effort into making sure Trump wins. And what happened? Trump lifted the sanctions. Michael Flynn was charged and convicted of something. I don't remember exactly what it was. And then pardoned by Donald Trump. How about that? These people are traitors to the United States government. They're traitors. Like everybody they're talking about, everybody in this video, this whole thing. Yeah, that's a sloppy. That's not even a rhyme. It's a sloppy uh, hook, I guess you'd call it. Who won Trump won? That doesn't doesn't even rhyme. What are you doing? Dude, I, I really like that's the hook right there, and I like the hook a lot. I mean, like I said, psychotic, unglued from reality, but it's a good hook. And it's a good beat. He knows how to throw a song together. You gotta give him that. You know the fans that are sweet, whoa. You know the fans that are sweet, no the fans that are sweet. They was knocking at the front door. Patriots pulling up, knocking on the capital. You know the fans that are sweet, whoa. You know the fans that are sweet, whoa. Don't had a choose a sleeping parking lots, it was hell. Trump gave him rooms in his DC hotels. Before I read MAGA, they say I'm Illuminati. Oh, wait. I, yeah, I guess I stopped the song there. They said I'm Illuminati. Before I read MAGA, they said I'm Illuminati. Before I was MAGA, they said I'm Illuminati. Wow. I, I guess he's he's saying before he was MAGA, he was into the Illuminati, believed that they were like a real thing or something like that. I mean, for what it's worth, you know where the Illuminati came from, the saying? It was a prank that somebody wrote into Playboy magazine back in the 60s, I think. 
like seven or eight different letters about the Illuminati. They just made up this thing to try to convince people that it was real. And then it was all contradictory stuff. It was all made up. It was a prank that was played on people, and they fell for it. And now, all these years later, what, uh, 60, 70 years later, we have people putting it in music, rap songs. Insane. This goes to show you you should never make up a conspiracy even as a prank. Anyways, yeah, let me know what you think about this. Um, honestly, I think Forgiato Blow, the, the guy that's on the right here, he's the guy that did all of the beats and everything for these. I think he's a really good rapper. I think he is unglued from reality. And that's really sad because I'd probably really enjoy his music if he wasn't so insane like talking positively about Roger Stone having him in his music video and talking well about Michael Flynn, traitor to the U.S. government. Roger Stone's a traitor to the U.S. government, too, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, let me know what you think about it in the comments. I like the rap. The lyrics were unglued from reality. Next, we're going to talk about what the QAnon prophets are up to right now and some of the absolutely bizarre belief these people have about the world around them. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. There's wickedness attempting to completely cover this nation in perversion and seductive, seducing spirits. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life. You know, <laughs> God, dude, more images of mermaid people in my life. Okay, this is Amanda Grace. If you're unfamiliar with her, she's a prophet, a supposed self-proclaimed prophet of God, claims to be a prophet for Donald Trump, claims that Trump is the Messiah and all kinds of other crazy stuff, right? The thing that really upsets me about what she said was where the, it was the point in that sentence where she said, seducing seductive. Is that what it was? In perversion and seductive seducing seductive seducing spirit my mistake seductive seducing spirit yeah those evil seductive seducing spirits right anyways um I would I just kind of want to talk about some of the you know the Trump prophets see what they're up to right now with Pride Month and and everything else and see how they're dealing with the fact that Donald Trump was not reinstated to his position as president as they claimed in 2021 and 2022. And 2023. Let's listen to the entirety of her, of that whole clip with Amanda Grace, that, that Trump prophet woman, talking about mermaids and stuff. What, what was it again? More images of more mermaids and water people in my life. Right. Mermaids and water people. She claims God's giving her images of mermaids and water people. Get help, Amanda. I, I, I'm not being facetious. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not joking. Get help. Mid-May 2023, listen to this. This is at uh, the Reawaken America tour. I have never seen more images of more mermaids and water people in my life. That's a division in the kingdom of darkness, and they're highly technologically advanced. And she's a QAnoner, obviously. This is all lined straight out of QAnon. The types of people that would wait on the grassy knoll for JFK Jr. to show up. A dude that's been dead since 1994. If you think I'm joking about that, I'm dead serious. This is video of it right here. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. 
I mean, th- that's the type of person that Amanda Grace is. Th- those are the types of beliefs that she holds. That like that level. I don't know if she believes that specific thing, but that's where we are. And there's a reason I'm talking about her. I'll show you why in a second. Keep listening. And we have to understand what we're dealing with. And we have to understand the rules of engagement in spiritual warfare. Tell me, Amanda. And we are meant for hand-to-hand combat. Uh, okay. Well, that's concerning. She's calling for hand-to-hand combat, apparently. She says there's going to be, what, blood in the streets, presumably, right? And we are meant to bring our cries before the throne of God to bring judgment on the rulers of darkness of this world and of this nation. Because the rulers have set up a throne in this nation. They've set it up. Darkness has completely covered and eclipsed the White House of this nation. Wow, dude. Absolutely unglued from reality. That's not the first time people claimed that there's like, you know, the, the, the White House is veiled in darkness. Roger Stone a while back. With the guy on the left in this video and with this guy right here, Robin Bullock, Roger Stone, Robin Bullock, and Steve Schultz, all three got together, talked about this absolutely ridiculous demonic portal over the White House. I think that was like last year in April or something. Anyways, yeah, I wanted to talk about the reason why we're going to address the claims that Amanda Grace is making. Like, she's obviously completely off her rocker with these QAnon claims. But, you know, she was at the Reawaken America tour. That's where she was speaking. Look, you can see the lower third is the Reawaken America banner, right? This was her talk at that event. Uh, An event, by the by, that took place at Greg Locke's church uh, not too long ago. A couple months ago, I think they held it there. Listen to Clay Clark himself, the, the guy that started and runs the Reawaken America tour. Listen to him talk to Steve Schultz here. Steve Schultz is a really popular interviewer in the far-right movement. It says late June 2023. I think it's actually late May 2023. I'm sorry about that. My mistake. I want the prophets, the pa- the, the patriots, and the pastors all to be connected. So, we were, you know, Amanda Grace is backstage talking to, to Devin New. Yeah, Amanda Grace, the one we just listened to. She's backstage talking to who? To Devin Nunes. So, Devin Nunes oh, is on the tour now. Um, Devin Nunes was a congressman? that quit Congress to go become the CEO of Trump's new social media company, Truth Social. That's as high up as it gets. That is Trump's inner circle. Amanda Grace has made it into Donald Trump's inner circle is the point he's trying to make. Grace is backstage talking to to Devin Nunes. So Devin Nunes is on the tour now. Um, Laura Trump. Laura Trump and Laura's been on your show. Yeah, Eric's wife. Um, she openly describes the battle of what we're facing right now as a spiritual battle, which is again a far cry from the oh. secular right that doesn't want to talk about yeah, God. You're so true, Clay. Trump's inner circle is embracing mm. the prophets. So good, so good to hear it. And it was great to see Eric Trump find Amanda Grace, call her out by name. Give her a hug. How you doing? Introduce her to his wife. And that's the kind of stuff that needs to be happening. Because if Trump is to return into the White House, and I believe he's going to, we're going to need to make sure he is surrounded by both prophets and pastors that aren't afraid to work together. I think it's really funny that he's saying now they're going to work together. You know, Trump is going to make it into office. He's going to make it back. I think he'll make it back. Hilarious to hear him say such a thing to this guy, Steve Schultz, on the left here, 
considering the fact that every one of the people that I'm going to be talking about tonight, up to and including this guy right here, Nathan French, every one of them claimed that Donald Trump was going to win the 2020 election. And when he didn't, they claimed that he would definitely assume office of presidency by before the end of 2021. And when he didn't, they claimed he would definitely assume the office of the president by the end of 2022. No later than that. Couldn't be later than that. And when he didn't, they claimed it about 2023. I'm not joking. So it's funny to hear this guy saying, I believe he'll take the presidency back. I guess they've given up on the idea that Trump will be back in the presidency any day now, right? Listen to what prophet, I'm not, not pastor, but prophet Nathan French has to say about Donald Trump and Biden. All these people should lose their tax exempt status, by the way. They are explicitly endorsing and or opposing specific political candidates or campaigns. That is against the Johnson Amendment in U.S. tax code. But the IRS isn't prosecuting those cases right now. So anyway, listen to this. Nathan French, he had a word from God about Biden. I saw Biden. He was hiding in a cave. It was a dark cave. And he was inside this cave, deep inside. And I thought, what is he doing inside that cave? And I saw these strings. These strings were connected to uh, Biden while he was inside the dark cave. And people were pulling at these strings. And I saw him going like this, you know, with, as they pulled on the oh, strings, wow. he, would he would move based on... This is a prophecy, remember. God gave this guy a prophecy. On what those people were pulling on the strings. I even saw some of the faces of the people who were yanking on the strings. Really? And it's interesting. I don't No, not really, but okay. I know that I'm supposed to say who I saw yanking True. on the strings. Yeah. Oh, he's got secret information he's not going to give us because he doesn't know if God would be mad at him about it. Uh, for, for safety reasons, sure. but I can tell you, um, I did see the faces of the people who are uh, pulling on the strings. And it was an interesting thing. And I heard the Lord say this very loud. I mean, I can easily guess who he believes it is. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say... You believe that George Soros is pulling those strings. Am I right? I mean, it's just absurd. The gay lobby, right? I mean, it's got to be like some people that they already name. The difference is this guy thinks that God gave him this message recently specifically because he wanted him to share it with the rest of the world. Absurd. An interesting thing. And I heard the Lord say this very loud and I saw him waving. And he said, bye, bye, Dan. Oh, bye, wow. bye, Dan. And he was saying bye, bye to the den, the place of hiding, yeah. but also bye, Biden. He's going to be removed. Now, we've known this for a while, but the time. We've known this for a while. I love we've known for a while that Biden is going to be removed from office. Absolutely. He's going to be removed. Now, we've known this for a while, but. The time for his removal has come so, it's like now. It's like now, huh? Yeah. That sounds really familiar. This guy's been saying this exact thing, as a matter of fact, since 2021, okay? He's even gone to, like, Trump events. He went to his birthday party. Trump invited this guy personally to his birthday party, and the guy spent $20,000 to get in. Yes, Trump invited people, and then charged them $20,000 to get in. This is a true believer right here. And every time he's proven wrong along the line, 
It just reinforces his belief. You know why that is? There's something called cognitive dissonance. Uh, You've probably heard this term, but it was originally invented by scientist Leon Festinger and his team, and they wrote a book about it called When Prophecy Fails back in the 1950s, I think 1954 or something. They followed this group of people around, a professor of a university, among others, who believed that these two specific people, one of them being the professor of the university, were in communication with an alien species. Or maybe just maybe it was just the one woman who was in communication with the aliens. I don't remember exactly. Anyway, they were in communication with aliens, and the aliens told them, on December 23rd, 1950, whatever it was, the Earth is going to be flooded and destroyed, and everybody is going to die. But we're going to pick you up the day before. We're So wait outside your house and take all of your clothes off and stand there in your yard waiting... No metal pieces, no nothing. Stand in your yard waiting to be beamed up. The aliens never came, needless to say. So what happens? They moved the date. They said, they told us that, you know, they were delayed, but they would definitely be here and the flood is going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Just kept pushing it back further and further and further. And here's the interesting part. This This is where cognitive dissonance like factors into this, okay? Cognitive dissonance is a belief that is incongruent with reality. It doesn't match up with reality. Like Donald Trump won the election and should be president. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be president by the end of 2021, right? Those are a couple examples. And when it doesn't happen, these people have a, a number of things that they can do to alleviate this stress. That's really what cognitive dissonance is. It's, it's a stress, a, an anxiety that you can't shake off. So... They go about alleviating this anxiety in a few ways, one of which is to change the belief to more accurately match reality. So with QAnon, they believed that Trump was going to win the election. And when he didn't win the election, when he was, they said he's going to be inaugurated. Just wait and see. And when he wasn't inaugurated... They said, well, he's going to be really inaugurated on March 4th because the Constitution actually said originally it was supposed to be March 4th. And then after construction, middle, 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 it, it changed and it's an invalid date. And they always they come up with this big grand explanation for how that they are correct about this, even though Trump is not in the White House. So one way they, they alleviate this stress, this anxiety called cognitive dissonance is by changing the belief to match reality a little bit closer, but building a whole big story around it to make it so that you were right all along and reality is right as well at the same time. It also helps to spread the belief to other people, evangelize, convince others that you are right and that you were right all along. And that's, in my opinion, what we're watching right now. Nathan French was one of the many prophets, prophets, quote-unquote, who prophesied God told him that Trump was going to be put back in office before 2021 was over. And when that didn't happen, they kept moving the date back, they kept changing the, their understanding of the situation, Got received new light, new information. I mean, Jehovah's Witnesses do the same thing. So anyways, uh, that's what we're watching right now. We're watching these people 
express their cognitive dissonance and try to alleviate that stress right in front of us. By saying it to a broader audience, not only is Nathan French getting relief from that anxiety by saying it to other people because he knows others are believing him, but the people listening are having their cognitive dissonance alleviated too because someone else is affirming what they believe. They are in a perpetual cycle of gaslighting each other. Fascinating to watch, sad as hell. Listen to uh, Robin Bullock. He's another one that, that considers himself to be a Trump prophet, believes Trump was the Messiah, thinks that he's going to take the White House back just any minute now, any five minutes, like Armageddon coming with Jehovah's Witnesses, right? It'll be here. You just wait and see. You'll be sorry. He said Trump would be back in office 2021. Never happened. 2022. Never happened. Here we are. 2023. Never happened. Embarrassing and sad. What's he up to? Check this out. Late April 2023. Do you realize that it's you can identify as a moose? Oh, he's on an anti-gay kick, an anti-LGBT kick, I guess. So he thinks that the trans movement includes people who identify as moose. Uh, simply not true. But OK, let's listen. I'll explain in a minute. You do know that, right? They No. False. You do know that, right? They couldn't argue with you now. I had a man tell me the other day, he said, I think I'm going to go and identify as a 65-year-old man. Do you really think this is a real story? He had a man the other day who said he was going to identify as a 65-year-old man. Is that what he said? Got Fiji water under here. I had a man tell me the other day, he said, I think I'm going to go and identify as a 65-year-old man. A man told Robin Bullock, because, you know, Robin Bullock runs in these circles. These circles of people who change their identity as they get older or as they whatever that, you know, accepts themselves for who they are. Robin Bullock runs in those circles, right? He knows the types of people who would be likely to kind of experiment with their own identity and learn more about themselves. So it totally checks out. I have no doubt. Absolutely. Without question and not a hint of sarcasm. Robin Bullock totally, absolutely, most definitely heard from a guy who says that he identifies as 65-year-old man, right? No doubt. So I can draw Medicaid. He said, I'm going to fill out. He said, I ought to fill out the, the, the thing, send it in, and when they turn me down, sue them because I said I identify with a 65-year-old man. Maybe somebody being facetious in his church, just trying to make a point. There are no protections for people who claim to be, you know, a different age or whatever. Like, that's a fabricated problem that never existed and never will. Identify as a 65. You know, they have to give it to you. No, they don't. That's just made up. You can identify as an Apache attack helicopter until you try to mate with it. Okay, wow. That was... <laughs> That, for, that went from zero to 100 in less than five seconds. Jesus Christ. Until you tried to mate with it, he says. Now, let me address that little bit he said at the beginning about identifying as a moose. People can identify as a moose. What he's referring to is something called other kin. And it's people who believe that they are the spirit of an animal. They identify as trans. 
and they have the spirit of a dog in them rather than a human or the spirit of a moose or a whatever. Here's a little known secret about this group. It's fake. It was made up by 4chan. Not real. Never was. There were never people out. There's never a group of people out there who seriously bought into this. It was always simply a method of hurting the trans community, of mocking and making fun of the trans community, making it more difficult for them to retain the, the rights that they have in society. And it worked. Here we are, all these years after it was invented by 4chan memers, and we have a televangelist on stage making jokes about it. Other kin are not real, never were. And if there really are people out there who believe that, get help. There's no such thing as a spirit. So anyway, that's what Robin Bullock is up to. I just want to kind of, you know, rapid fire, go through what the Trump prophets are talking about right now. That was Robin Bullock's response to Pride, Week, uh, Pride Month, apparently. This is Johnny Enlow. He is a QAnon pastor, if I've ever seen one. In 2019, he claimed God told him Trump was going to win in 2020. There's no point in even voting. You don't have to bother. Because God's got this on lock. He wants Trump to be the president. What did he do with that cognitive dissonance when proven wrong? He changed it around to say, well, Trump really did win in the courts of heaven. And he really was inaugurated as president of Earth in the courts of heaven. Biden is the little guy that takes the fall for all of the problems in the U.S. But Trump is the one that's really pulling the levers behind the scenes. Biden deals with the press. And Trump is actually making things happen, thus rearranging his belief system to more closely match with what he physically sees, what he can't deny, the fact that Biden is in the seat and Trump is not. So listen to what he had to say. Late May 2023, he went on this program, this religious program. This is his wife on the left, I think. Give this a listen. We're not surprised at Satan manifesting his desire to kill, steal, and destroy on the mountain, through the mountain of government, both of them. What we didn't realize is that the, how many subjects were willingly working mm. with him and the intentionality of it to the point, like if we're just real, all the, there, there is no, presently, no real democracy on, pla on the planet. Okay, well, I think New Zealand is pretty good on the uh, democracy index, isn't it? There is, um, if you... Picture the seven mountains, the mountain of government at the top of the mountain. What he's referring to is seven mountains dominionism, the seven mountains mandate. It is evangelicals way of taking control of the world, basically, or at least taking control of the United States. I'm not going to get into it right now, but it's straight out of a book called The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. I have some stuff on that if you're curious, uh, some videos on Just type that in the search bar on my, uh, either on my website or on my YouTube channel, and you, it should pop right up. But Protocols of the Elders of Zion. It was a fake document. It was made up all along, but it was made up in a way to frame the Jews for trying to take over the world. And this was the method they were going to use. Evangelicals have actually implemented the method, the Seven Mountains Mandate. They want to get their people at the very top of these seven areas of society. They don't care about going out and preaching to others. What they care about is controlling others. They don't care if they can't convert you, but you are going to 
listen to them when they take control of the government and force you to go to church or whatever it is they want you to do. That's the idea. And there are seven areas of society that they want to get their people to the top of. The military, economics, they want to get their people at the top of like the treasury and everything. Government, like the presidency, the Supreme Court, so on and so forth. Religion, so they want to kind of control the the largest churches. And uh, I don't remember what the others are. There are seven of them. Anyway, that's what he's referring to here. Picture the seven mountains, the mountain of government. At the top of the mountain of government, we'll say the gatekeepers there, they're not going to allow anyone to the top place of influence unless he has been compromised in some way. So essentially blackmail runs the entire um, mountain of government worldwide. And you can... So he's saying the people that run government are all corrupt and you can't be in government unless you are corrupt. That's... I, I totally disagree. Corruption is just there and available for you. You don't have to take it. I don't believe that Bernie Sanders is corrupt. There are good people in government, just not very many of them. They all take the the corrupter out. And you can blackmail in, in several ways. The blackmail of choice for any really important position all across the planet, we found this was the part that was surprising. Not that it was blackmail, but that the blackmail of choice, they don't feel like they have secured the person in blackmail unless it's pedophilia. Okay, wow. So this is a tall claim. He's saying that the people that are in charge of society, of government, everyone at the very top of, of government, the Supreme Court, the senators, the House members, the president, everybody has to commit this crime, this specific crime. And if they don't, they can't be part of it. They can't be part of government. Of choice, they don't feel like they have secured the person in blackmail unless it's pedophilia. Get help, man. Really. Get help. And so that being, uh, that being the reality was a surprise. Not that it didn't exist some, but that it was really, that, that was the calling card. That's, that's what allowed you in. And it was a surprise to you? How did he get surprised by this? Did God spring it on him? Was this another prophecy that he had? Like his 2019 prophecy, December 2019? about how Trump was most definitely going to win and you don't even need to bother voting? Is it one of those surprises? So we know, uh, you know, having interacted with government people for many years, we hear about bribes, threats. Threats and bribes have always been a part of the picture, but then those um, compromises that kind of way. So, so Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I agree that government is full of corrupt people, but he's taking it a step further. This is what QAnon does. They start with a grain of truth, and they take it a step further. They build supposition on top of speculation to come to a bizarre, unglued-from-reality conclusion that makes no sense at all. Yeah, some government officials are corrupt. That doesn't mean that they're all taking advantage of children and that it's a requirement to be in government. You live in a fantasy land. I say that with no animosity. Please get help. Compromise that kind of way. So, so it's created. Just to make sure um, you're not saying what I know you're not saying, but are you saying that every person who's been in a leadership position in government has been compromised in this way of pedophilia? Not every. Of course but it's, not. Yeah. But it's 
many. Incredibly, it's not just many, it's above 90% at the governmental, at the high governmental level. So he said not every, I guess, I'm assuming, to hedge because he didn't want it to seem like Trump was like that. He wanted to give Trump an out. It was almost every, above 90% of, you know, people in government. You live in a fantasy land, brother. Please come back to reality. This in recent years. In our nation or in all nations? All nations. Yeah, it's a globalist government, right? They live in a fantasy land, man. I'm telling you. It's so sad to see where the Trump pastors have gone. You know, all, everybody that I just played for you, every single person that I just showed you has appeared on the Reawaken America tour or knows the owner, the creator of the Reawaken America tour and this guy right here, Steve Schultz. Every person I just covered has been on Steve Schultz's program. And as Clay Clark, the founder of Reawaken America said, he's bringing these people into Trump's inner circle. Honestly, I'm kind of convinced that Trump is just a full-blown atheist. So uh, I, I truly don't think that Trump is buying any of this, but he's looking for an angle. He's looking for some way to use it to his advantage, certainly. Anyway, let me know what you think about it in the comments. This is honestly kind of funny. <laughs> just ridiculous, some of the things that they say and do and believe. It's just unglued from reality, straight up. Next, we're going to talk about Pastor Kent Christmas picking a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies when he claimed Trump would return to the office of president before 2021 was over. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. If Donald Trump is not back in the office by the end of this year, I'm going to be shocked. I'm more encouraged than I've ever been. We're, and God's doing miracles. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know when this video came out? Mid-June 2021. Mid-June 2021. That's when this video came out. What was it he said again? Let's just hear that one more time. If Donald Trump is not back in the office by the end of this year, I'm going to be shocked. I love it, dude. I eat this stuff up. This is awesome. Fantastic. Okay. I, I figured it'd be a fun exercise to listen to a little bit of this pastor who claims to be a prophet of God. Give us some more false prophecies and stuff. So let's take a look at Kent Christmas, that's the guy's name, making claims and falling flat on his face. Let's listen to the rest of this clip from him. Mid-June 2021, again. This is on a TV show called Flashpoint. I cover it a lot. I'm encouraged in the Lord. Uh, I think that we've already achieved victory. I think hell is terrifying. Yeah, so this is six months after Biden took office. We've achieved victory, he says. What we're seeing now, the things that you showed at the intro of this show begins to just show how God's turning things around. And so I, I say to the men of God, hold your ground Amen. because we are in a place where God is performing the word of the Lord. And uh, it's a tremendous thing to walk shoulder with shoulder with these men of God that are standing and not compromising, not apologizing. But he, he's acting like they're in a war and they're holding spears and they're being beaten and all this stuff like this is a ridiculous imagery that he's giving us right now it's absurd and to know that he's a straight up false prophet you know the bible has like a remedy for false prophets right not that i'm endorsing that i'm not i don't think that's right at all i'm just saying this guy should at the very least not have a ministry but he's a televangelist and as such 
has a bigger ministry than ever. Of course. Apologizing, but we are defending the word of the Lord. And uh, I believe that by the time this year is over, by the time this year is over, 2021, we will be in a full force of great victory. If Donald Trump is not back in the office by the end of this year, I'm going to be shocked. Are you shocked, Kent? Are you shocked? I mean, was the guy lying or was he just trying to, like, say the most outrageous thing he could say in that moment just to get attention? Or does he really believe this or what? And I believe we've heard the voice of the Lord. And uh, well, I'm right there with Dutch. He just moved my spirit. I believe the wheels are coming off. Amen. Yeah, that's Dutch seats, bottom left corner. And I'm, I'm more encouraged than I've ever been. We're, and God's doing miracles. God's doing miracles, he says. Well, I would love to see one. I, all I need is one. Just show me one verified miracle, and you got a believer in me. Seriously, just like that. That's all you have to do. Show me a miracle that I can verify actually came from God and was not like some parlor trick or, or some like grift somebody was running, some scam. Show me one verified miracle, and I am a believer. That's what I need. Would you believe that instead of giving anybody evidence, he continues to give them false hope through false prophecies? Late May 2023. This is a newer clip that he put out. Check out what he had to say. We watched an election be stolen with somewhere around 80 million people who voted for Donald Trump. No. Trump got, I think, 73 million and Biden got 81 million. Is that right? I don't remember the numbers. Okay, here's the U.S. total. Biden got 81,283,000, rounding up a little bit. So basically 81 million. And Trump got 74,223,000 votes. This guy just lives in a fantasy land of his own making where Trump is his god emperor, seemingly. Messiah, maybe. And he really won the presidency and he's supposed to be in that seat. This is delusion, if I've ever seen it. You know, honestly, I have family members that have delusions. And this looks exactly like it. Delusions brought on by genuine mental illness, by schizophrenia. And I've been there to see it happen. I know what it looks like. It looks like this. Now, I don't think this guy has schizophrenia. But it's indistinguishable. That's the thing here. And he's spreading his nonsense to everybody around him, to every one of his parishioners. This megachurch televangelist is spreading his delusion to everybody else. So anyways, as I was saying, I thought for sure that this guy was going to give up on the whole election thing after his 2021 prophecy fell flat on its face. You know, if Trump isn't back in office by the end of 2021, I'll be shocked. Because he received a prophecy that told him that God was doing things behind the scenes to make it happen any five minutes now, right? I can't believe this guy continued on after that, continued to talk about this, continued to claim, even to now, today, continued to claim that he was right all along. Around 80 million people who voted for Donald Trump. No, it was 74 million, I think. We just checked. First of all, let me say that... Whoever is voted in as president of this nation legally, that's my president. Okay, so he's going to claim 
Biden isn't his president. Wasn't there a hashtag hashtag not my president about Donald Trump? And he like laughed at him and he said, oh, he's your president, too, whether you like it or not. You know who the president really is? The president really is the person that is accepted by the officials and sworn in by the Supreme Court justice, basically. That's who the president is. He's my president and he's yours. I didn't like it when Trump was president, and I understand you don't like it when Biden is, but that's just how it is. They were both the president. So I also want to go on record and say Bill Clinton was my president. Barack Obama was my president. Why? Because the nation voted him in, and we are required by the Spirit of the Lord to honor judicial rule and law. So he's saying, I'm willing to concede all of the other elections in favor of drilling down on this one. I want to give you surety that I accepted everything else so that you will be more likely to believe me when I say I think this one was stolen. He's once again trying to quadruple down after all these years on the idea that Trump won all along. He didn't. Like, when's this guy going to give it up? We are, like, in embarrassment territory now. We have been for two years at least. I mean, it was embarrassing when it started, but now? The reason that I do not acknowledge the existing man in the White House is because he was not voted in as president. Yes, he was. And, and whether he's voted in or not, he was sworn in. And Donald Trump left the White House, and now this guy lives in the White House, whether you like that fact or not. He's an imposter. He stands in a place that is not his. So in the eyes of the court of heaven, Donald J. Trump is still the president of the United States. Wow, okay. In the court of heaven. Apparently heaven has a court. I thought God was the ultimate arbiter of everything. He made all the decisions. Why does a court need to exist in heaven? Are you telling me that people like argue things in heaven? Why would God and, and angels use an imperfect system like we have in America? It's deeply, deeply flawed. Our judicial system, our courts, and our legislature, and the executive branch, and everything, it's all deeply flawed, but it's the best we've got. And, you know, as far as it goes, it's pretty damn good. We've come a long way over the years. It's deeply flawed, but it's about as good as it gets on earth. Why does, what does God need with a courtroom? Are, are there prosecutors in heaven? What? I, this is just a saying. I, I, I hear you saying right now to your screen that he's just using a turn of phrase. It's just a saying. No, it's not. He actually believes that there is a courtroom in heaven. Really? If you doubt me, just listen to Kent Christmas's buddy, Johnny Enlow, explain the courts in heaven. I'm just going to say some things again and controversial until we show the proof. Little bit. But we'll tell you that, you know, the Supreme Court of Heaven already decertified the 2020 election. Oh, that's good. That, that happened the day of the, of the thievery. That happened November 3rd and November 4th. It was decertified in heaven. Wow. And so, so heaven has courtrooms, basically. And it decertified the election. What a bizarre way to view things. Seriously. Why would God have a courtroom? 
So that's what uh, Kent Christmas is doing right now. Check this one out, early March 2023. That's not all he's doing, not just denying the election. He's also grifting his audience out of every penny they own. Listen to this. This is, I, this is my personal opinion. I don't think churches should ever have to lean on banking systems to finance the kingdom of God. Christians deposit their money in the wrong places. We're putting it in banks. Okay, that's really interesting. Let me just like make note of this. So he's saying churches should not rely on banks. They should be the bank, right? You give your money to the church instead of to the bank to hold on to. Well, there's one small hang up in that whole thing, and that is with a bank, you can go withdraw your money. With a church, it's gone like that. It's eaten up. It disappears into the wind, into whatever causes they want, and you are left with less money than you started with. Now, he's a believer in prosperity gospel. I have no problem with people donating to their church if they want to, fine. But this guy takes it a step beyond that. He believes if you give God money, i.e. him, if you give him money, then God will return that money to you tenfold. So you give Kent Christmas $100, God will send you $1,000 back. It's a fundamentally greedy belief system that, that has existed actually since the early 1900s, maybe late 1800s, and was kind of created out of a mix of uh, the law of attraction and Pentecostalism. And he is doing everything that he can to grift his people out of every penny they own using prosperity gospel disgusting keep listening to this so people should take their money out of the bank and put it in his church even though they they can withdraw it from the bank can they withdraw it from your church any company that does not believe in god that backs up abortion backs up homosexuality that backs up anything that stands against Christianity has a curse on it. When you invest your money in companies that exclude God, you are planting in bad soil. So it doesn't... Well, that bad soil has earned a lot of money for a lot of people. Disney, the, this company that these people hate for some bizarre reason, obsessed with the idea that they're like spreading the gay agenda or some other nonsense like that. Disney's made a lot of money for a lot of people, whether you like that or not. Doesn't seem like bad soil to me. Seems like pretty good soil, actually. are planting in bad soil, so it doesn't make any sense. But if you got extra money, plant it in the kingdom of the Lord. Do it in missions. Do it in places. Listen, right now, we are good soil. If you got We are good soil. Now, that's what your mom said. There's a your mom joke in here somewhere. Somebody finish that for me. So he's saying take your money out of your savings account right now, out of your 401k. Specifically mentioned the stock market, right? Pull it all out of CDs and the stock market, index stocks, anything. Pull it all out of retirement funds and everything and put it in the church, his church. Please don't do that. You are going to ruin your life if you do.
If you got a million, give it, and God will give you back to me. You say, well, that's easy to say. I'm just telling you, you cannot outgive God. And this is an opportunity for you, for God to open the windows of heaven over you. Give him your seed, and he will give you your harvest. You catch that? Like I said, this is a fundamentally greedy belief system. It's all about me, me, me. You're not giving your, he says, if you have a million dollars, give it to God. And when he says God, he means him. If you have a million dollars, give it to me. He's saying, give me every penny that you have and God will return it. It's a greedy belief system. I thought greed was looked down upon in Christianity largely. How did we get to the point where the loudest and most numerous Christians in the United States have embraced greed so completely. It seriously blows me away. I mean, that's not the only example, though, of this guy taking advantage of people brazenly. June 2nd, 2022. Listen to this one. I cut this one out myself. Many of you need to get ready because God's going to, boy, I hear this. God's going to pay off your house. All you got to do is give me all of you. Give me your mortgage money. Give me your mortgage money. God will pay off your house. Debt's being broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Slip up your hands. It's the begin to receive of the Lord. I now pay close attention to this saying, this phrase that he utters. Listen. I cancel debt <clears throat> over every tither. Over every tither. That was an interesting addition, wasn't it? Debt <clears throat> over every tither in this building right now. That means... Get your ass to the collection box and put everything you have in it, including your mortgage money. Now, because God will cancel your mortgage debt if you do. Does it? I mean, he's obviously using people, right? Is it just me? Am I the only one that sees this? He's just flatly using people for everything he can get out of them. He's a con artist. He's a scammer, a grifter. Always has been. He's a grifter now, and he was a grifter when he told us Trump would be the president before 2021 ended also. If Donald Trump is not back in the office by the end of this year, I'm going to be shocked. Anyway, let me know what you think about Kent Christmas. I think he's absolutely terrible. Like, everything about this guy is awful. He, he, he blindly and blatantly takes advantage of people around him. It's just disgusting. Tell me what you think. That's all I've got for you. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check me out on Patreon. And take a look at my YouTube channels. Owen Morgan, where I talk about religious issues. Telltale Fireside Chat, where I talk about politics. Telltale Unfiltered, where I do long-form breakdowns of stuff like this. And Telltale Reads, where I read books by televangelists and others. I release everything in parts, but every part stands independently of the last. So you can jump in anywhere and I'll make sure it makes sense. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of all my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything. All links are in the description. Okay, thanks for watching, guys.